That's what makes it so awesome. That's what makes your methodology here so stellar. Giving you a focus and giving you a forward motion. I continuously get myself stuck in doing seven different things at once. No one can do seven different things at once. I'm sorry. No matter how hard you try, I've tried. It doesn't happen. It allows you to offer yourself some space to do one thing at a time. In this episode, Sherry from Malala, Oregon, seeks her leaf from stress. I suggest to her developing a spiritual practice, but man, oh man, is she crunched for time. She's running multiple businesses, earning a degree on top of trying to work out, trying to spend enough time with her humans. Listen in as Sherry and I tackle real life problems with real life solutions. Here we go. From Maui, Hawaii, I'm Lucky, and this is Quiet Your Mind Shatter. Aloha, Sherry. How's your day been going? Great. And you, Lucky, how is yours? Really, really good, too. Thank you. I would love to hear you share about a victory in your life, something kind of small here on the island. We say small, kind victory. What is something in your life that has gone well lately? Winning over customers yes winning over customers that feels good when that happens yeah especially (laughs) a new one that could actually be really really uh fruitful in the future congratulations my small kind victory i am blessed to live in a condo that has a pool a heated pool doesn't sound like we maybe need a heated pool here on maui but even on maui it's nice to have a heated pool Right. And I've been living here for going on six years. A key is required to get into the pool area. And I finally learned which way to turn the key. That's my victory. <laughs> I always just put awesome it in victory. and try it to the right, try it to the left. And I finally clicked. I think I w- I've been present enough to realize if I learn this, I can do it more efficiently every time. <laughs> and the last yeah. three times I went in the pool, I turned it to the left, which is the correct way. Yay, good for you. <laughs> that's, that's my victory. I always bit... say celebrate small victories. That's awesome. Yes, yes. Then we celebrate more often, right? Well, Sherry, thank you so much for being here with us. Tell us, first of all, where you live, what your weather is today, and the challenge that we're going to tackle today together. I live in Malala, Oregon, which is about 40 minutes south of Portland. The weather today is partly cloudy. It's supposed to be like 75 degrees. So it's going to be a nice day. Nice. Um, I, one thing I want to do is be able to get out more with my camera and go take some pictures around town because my company is Spotlight Around Town, one of them. And I want to be able to show off more of the town. What are we tackling today? Lowering stress? Sounds good. And you and I had talked a little bit before we started recording about your morning routine so you wake up most mornings and then you do what so i watch the news on youtube usually um while i have my coffee and then um do a workout and and when i can and then get the birds up and start working and it's just not very it leads watching youtube and the news and trying to keep up with my political action stuff first thing in the morning does not set off for a good day 
Gotcha. And before we dive into that, you, I got to hear about your birds. Tell me about your birds. What do they look like? What are their names? So the birds are Munchkin and Buster. <laughs> Munchkin so, and Buster. Buster is a Quaker parrot. He's 24 years old. They live wow. to be 30. So I call him my geriatric bird. <laughs> That's Except awesome. For, he's super strong. We live in a townhome and he likes to go hang out downstairs but his house is here upstairs. So he'll fly up and down the stairs and he's like an old bird and he's just all about it. He's really strong. Uh, Munchkin is an Amazon. She's a blue front Amazon. Uh, she is 27 and they'll generally live to be between 40 and 80 years old, depending. Wow. I've seen, I've seen where birds of that, uh, of that breed live to be 75 and 80 years old. Um, and then that's pretty much the end of their life. She is awesome. She can't fly. She's got inverted wings, uh, but she talks up a storm. She sings and she's, she's really smart and she's a, a neat little friend. Well, they sound like good company. And I'm guessing that when you're spending time with them, they're lowering your stress. So you already have some good wellness tools in place. Sometimes I, the other day after we talked earlier, I had, Buster on this shoulder and Munchkin on this shoulder. Munchkin chews on my clothes and Buster chews on me. So I was having a really challenging time. It was like, you guys, enough. And so I went and put them on their cages. Gotcha. Gotcha. You have good boundaries. Good boundaries. Yeah, I like that. Sometimes they raise my stress level. <laughs> well, very good. Well, hope today's one of the stress-lowering days with you and your critters. Right. I have a suggestion for starting a spiritual practice in the mornings. Awesome. Love to hear it. You get up and you turn on the news and it's great to stay informed, but I'm guessing that will wait. If you start a spiritual practice and you do that first thing every morning and then you turn on the news, you'll still be informed. You'll still be able to be effective in changing the world in whatever way that you intend to or whatever the way God intends to use you in this wonderful world we call earth. I suggest taking just to start five minutes. You get up, do minimal whatever you have to do, and then get your timer. I like using a kitchen timer. A phone timer is okay, but then a lot of times we get drawn into the phone. So kitchen timer if you can. That's a good idea. Or if you are using your phone timer, turn it on airplane mode. Okay. And then for five minutes, do spiritual things. Maybe journal for three minutes and meditate for two minutes. And meditating can be focusing on your breath. It, it could be looking at an image, a, a, your favorite picture in your house. You could look at your birds, you could look out your window, whatever works for you. And then just a little bit of time of journaling. You can have affirmations that you're journaling. I love my life. I have agency. I am open to divine possibilities. Or you can just stream of conscious, whatever comes up. But you're taking five minutes every day just at the beginning to sit quietly, 
and you're not really necessarily trying to stop your thoughts because that can be stressful to me is oh i'm meditating and i keep thinking and i'm doing it wrong whatever you're doing you're just sitting there quietly for a couple of minutes and then you're writing maybe even just one or two sentences of journaling when i've meditated in the past because i i have tried this on and off um i get a little um direction focus right here like this is where I'm supposed to focus and anything that's coming on your space on your forehead. Sherry, this is a podcast, yeah. not video. Oh, yeah. <laughs> your point. She's pointing to her forehead. Yeah, it's <laughs> in the middle of my forehead. Um, and it's like it's like spiritually things come in or go out. It flows back and forth. It's the weirdest feeling. Hold on to your sun hat. We're taking a quick break. I love helping people. That's why I became a personal coach. Actually, I was called by HP, my higher power, to be a coach, which you can hear about in the episode, Divine Grace and a Sense of Humor. If you are looking for a coach to find some direction and support, then I'm your gal. Maybe, or maybe not. I don't really know. I can't predict the future. I'm busy trying to stay present in the moment. But if you want to check out my coaching options, there's a quick video on my website with more information. That's at wellnesswithlucky.com. Tell me about your experience with meditation. How old were you, were you when you started? Did you have teachers? Um, I have on and off. I've done counseling on and off all my, you know, pretty much all my life. But in my late 20s, early 30s, when I went back to college, I started meeting some people who were uh, more spiritually aware and started talking with me about meditating and stuff. So I've done that on and off. I'm not, I have never been very diligent about it, but there is time and space in, in, instances in my past that I have taken it as a way to lower my stress. How do you feel after meditation? Does, do you have an effect, a positive effect right after you meditate and or throughout the day or throughout the week? What's been your experience? It's off my day. I have to, that's something that, like I said, I haven't been real diligent about it because I noticed that on days when I do it, it sets off my day really well but I can't seem to get myself disciplined enough to do it every day. It used to be because I worked out an hour to two hours a day, five to six days a week for 18 years. Wow. And nothing in the world stood in that stood in my way of doing that. That was my time because I was working full time, going to school full time and raising three kids. And that was my time. That was the only time I had to clear my head and, work out and, you know, be physical and, and it, that would set my day off. Well, I ended up in 2011 becoming very overwhelmed with life in general, and I stopped working out. And within six months of stopping, of quitting that routine, I was on anxiety medicine. I went into a severe depression for 18 months, and I had a lot of issues that all of a sudden arose because I stopped working out largely. So I've been integrating that back in. It's, it's very hard when you've been out of the routine for many years 
to, to just jump right back in. It's, that's been a struggle. So that is something I want to get more success in. Kudos to you for getting back up and trying again, even though it's not easy. No, it's not. And you beat yourself up, which is the thing that we all need to stop doing. Maybe during your journaling time, you can write for two or three minutes positive affirmations to yourself. I approve of myself. I'm working out again. I'm taking steps toward my well-being. That's a good idea. And when you start with those thoughts at the beginning of your day, and then you're working out, and it's only for 20 minutes instead of two hours, you can, instead of beating yourself for only 20 minutes, you can say, I'm doing 20 minutes. Yahoo, good for me. Yay. Yeah, I've been trying to do that lately. Yes, I love it. So let's pick a number of days. So you're going to spend five minutes with a timer, journaling, meditating every day for how many days? Three days in a row, seven days in a row. What's a good short-term goal? Definitely doable, 100% doable goal. So short-term is probably three, three to four days. Okay. In a row. Okay. Let's, let's keep it simple and go for three days. Three days. Okay. So starting tomorrow, you get up, you do minimal, whatever you need to do, and then sit down with that timer. Five minutes when it goes off, you give yourself a pat on the back. I actually do that when I swim. When I swim and it feels like I am not doing good enough, maybe I'm not swimming long enough, or maybe I'm trying to be present and I keep thinking about my to-do list. When I'm doing the backstroke, I will physically take a second during my backstroke and pat myself on this head and say good job in the next backstroke good job and pat myself on the nice. head a physical we're using our bodies and our minds and our spirits for well-being it seems goofy but it is goofy and it makes me laugh and it reminds me to have a sense of humor and I don't have to be so serious so once you get done with your five minutes don't say oh man I should do 20 minutes pat yourself on the head <laughs> say good job I did five whole minutes <laughs> when did you start swimming? What got you into doing that? Do you do laps? I have always loved swimming. I grew up in Ohio and my friends and I would ride around our bikes on the summer and salivate over our neighbors with the pools. I never hardly ever got to swim. And then I had the opportunity to move to Maui eight years ago and I've been in the water, not every day, but pretty darn close. When the right ocean is calm and clear. I'm in the ocean, which is today. When the ocean's not conducive for swimming or not safe, then I bless, I'm blessed to have a pool that I can do laps in. How many laps do you do usually? Between five and 15 laps. It's a pretty small pool, so, so it's probably 10 minutes to 20 minutes of swimming. That's good exercise too. We have a we have a public pool down the street here, and like I'm not for much for being raw about public pools, but it's just down the street, and it's something I'm considering. It's a good resource for me because I walk and I swim. So walking is good for lower body. Swimming is good for upper body because normally I don't get upper body exercise, so that really helps strengthen my arms and in my back muscles. So that feels good. Feels healthy. My goal is to be healthy in retirement. <laughs> yes. I think a lot of us need to be that way for sure. I, 
I'm not training for a marathon or some kind of competition, but man, when I get to the point where I can retire, I want to have a healthy body so I can go out and do fun stuff. There you go. <laughs> okay. So the next three days, you're going to meditate and journal or write affirmations, whatever works for you. And then at the end of those three days, you get to check in with yourself and decide, is this working? Do I want to do it for another three days? Do I want to do it for the next seven days? Is this not enough time? Do I want to change it to 10 minutes? Or this isn't working. I want to go back to watching the news. Whatever you decide at that time. And if you're not sure, you can ask the universe. You can ask your higher power. You can ask your higher self for clarity. I'm so excited. Yay. Well, thank you so much. We'll check in again after you're done with that, after your pal, as we say here in Hawaii, and see what progress you've made. Thank you, Lucky. I really appreciate your help with this. Yay. You're welcome. Bye. I gave Sherry an easy homework assignment because she deserves to be successful. You set the bar too high because underneath your ambition lies a belief that you're not good enough. You fall short of your impossible goal, then you beat yourself up for not being good enough. Step out of that harmful cycle by setting doable goals, then celebrating your accomplishment. Then set another small goal. You can reach that pie in the sky by taking baby steps and celebrating yourself along the way. Although pie, forget that. I don't eat sugar and I don't eat flour. Maybe papaya in the sky. Yes, that's what it's gonna be. Papaya in the sky. All right, part two starts right now. Aloha, Sherry. So good to see you. Hello, Lucky. It's awesome to see you too. Yay. I would love to start off today with us each sharing a small, kind moment of pleasure. Tell me, what's just some teeny tiny little thing that happened that just felt good to you recently? The love of my kitty. She just comes on me and just lays there. Aww. And she'll do little massaging on you. I love it. Does she lay on your belly or on your shoulder? Or on your Just shoulder? wherever she can find a spot. Usually on my side right here um, or on my lap. Very good. I can see how that would feel snugly, pleasurably good. Yes, I love it. What about you? My pleasurable moment yesterday was a breeze on my face. Yes. I very often work in the morning on thinking things, laptop things. And then in the afternoon, I move my body. And sometimes in the afternoon here, it gets pretty hot. And I was afraid that where I was going to walk, it was going to be hot. I was determined to do it anyway. And it was lovely. There was a lovely breeze and it felt nice. So awesome. Yes. Well, and you're in Hawaii too. So the air is different and everything. Yes. Yes. So any, any time, any time of year can be hot, definitely in the afternoon, but had a nice breeze on my face that felt good. Let's dive into today's work. Last time we talked about lowering stress by developing a five-minute daily ritual, a couple of minutes journaling, a couple of minutes sitting quietly. I am curious how that has been unfolding for you. This last week I failed. <laughs> What? Tell me about I it. I failed. I only got 
three days on my notes. So I, I write my agenda on notes and I have up till the eighth and I stopped mm -hmm. because I've just been super, I got a new client and then one of my clients is bringing me new clients and then I'm uh, getting into the University of Oregon or trying to. So I had to submit that application and there's just a lot of things that have been going on. So I need to be this coming week, need to make a diligent effort that this is what I do. First of all, congratulations on your new clients. Woohoo! So you got in three times of meditation and journaling, am I? Yes. And I also want to congratulate you on that because if I remember right, before we talked, you had zero and now you're up to three. <laughs> three. <laughs> Three's a start. And Sherry, I bless you so much for sharing about this quote unquote failure because in my opinion, any movement forward is a success. That's what I'm afraid of when I am thinking about starting something new starting something that I'm not good at or restarting something that I tried and didn't do successfully in the past, I'm afraid of not doing it very well. So it's right. easy to just not do it at all. And you did it and you made progress and now you know, hey, I did three times, I'm gonna try it again. Because it does help. It did on the three occasions that I did this and did my workout, awesome, awesome days. Very good, so tell me about your three times you set your timer for five minutes you journaled you meditated where did you sit tell me about that one of one or all of those experiences so once in bed before i even got up and really did a whole lot i was awake and i went ahead and meditated for the three minutes and i wrote for two and that kind of just really was a paradigm shift into focusing for the day so instead of just la 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 what am i going to do today i actually woke up with a plan right a plan of action so that one and then the other two were downstairs on the couch i just sat there with on the got my cup of coffee and went and sat on the couch and and did the meditating for three minutes and then i did writing for two and while that set a stage for focus, I think having been up and walking around kind of like messed up my my shift, right? So I found, I think if I just lay in bed before I even get up and I do that, because I, I journal on my phone. So if I just lay there and do the, the meditating and get some vision and then do take that vision and journal it for two minutes it sets up a much clearer foundation for the rest of the day perfect you are discovering what works for you that's amazing yes you're amazing <laughs> <laughs> i'll just tell you what to do you're the one doing the work so that was so helpful i'm so glad and sherry i'm excited to see how this one shift in your thinking one shift in your habits can be life-changing over time if you just do three times and quit and never do it again, eh, it might not be life-changing, no. but it sounds like you're, you're working towards working this into your daily routine. So my question for you would be, how do you not brush it off? Hold on a sec, we're taking a break. Do you like the ideas in my podcast? 
the wellness tools that seem awesome if you ever actually got around to trying them in your life. <laughs> your mind is ready for greatness. Your heart is ready to soar, but your feet are stuck in the mud of everyday life. Lucky for you, I am a personal coach specializing in getting my clients unstuck. I can offer you as my lovely and imperfect client accountability so you actually do the things on your self-improvement to-do list. And I offer you support aka victory dances you and me every week boogieing down to inquire about <laughs> this is way too much fun i'm just telling you okay here we go back to it to inquire <laughs> to inquire about working with me as your coach message me through my site wellnesswithlucky.com when I receive your message, I will call you and we will talk on the phone. If we decide that we want to team up, then you and I will create a doable and fun plan for you to step into your dream life. Watch out, awesomeness, here we come. So my question for you would be, how do you not brush it off? So when you get up and, and if, if meditation and journaling is what you do in the morning on days that you might be busy and you're like, oh, well, I'll get it later. How do you refocus yourself and say no? Because a lot of it's discipline. When I was working out every single day, five days a week, an hour to two hours a day, that was discipline. I had to make myself do it. How do you do this? How do you, how do you discipline yourself to not brush it away? Right reminders. Before you go to bed, write a post-it note or write a note in your phone then stick it on top of your phone or stick it right next to where you sleep on your nightstand. So the very first thing, the very last thing that you think about before you go to sleep is I get to wake up and spend five minutes nourishing myself. And then the very first thing you do when you wake up, you see that note right there. Awesome. Great idea. That's fabulous. And when you complete the task, you give yourself kudos, you pat yourself on the head, say, good job, Sherry, I did five minutes. And then you get to build on that success. Cool. Okay. I should send you report cards. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. And maybe, maybe three times a week is a good start for you. Maybe you can work towards every day. I don't know. I'm not sure what works for you, but maybe right now with your busy schedule and you're and, and you're new at this you could just start with three times a week and you give yourself permission four times a week you wake up and you decide i don't feel like it i want to get out of bed that's one of your past days i'm taking a pass you get four passes a week three days a week you start on it right away if that feels like a good fit if it feels like a better fit to really just try to start this every day up to you yeah, it's kind of like, but don't beat yourself up if you don't get to do it. Yes, yes, absolutely. The lunchbox analogy. 
So what happens is somebody walks out of their house and they forgot their lunch and they don't realize it till they get to work. They're mad at themselves for having forgotten something that they needed. So if you're no longer mad at yourself and you give yourself grace, then you will not forget so often. I like it. That's the idea. I like it. And then you get to have that lunch as an after-school snack. Right? (laughs) I always used it as an excuse to go buy lunch. (laughs) There we go. And the name of the podcast is Quiet Your Mind Shatter. Did you notice any difference in Mind Shatter? That's what makes it so awesome. That's what makes your, your methodology here so stellar. Is that it giving you a focus and giving you a forward motion you like I continuously get myself stuck in doing seven different things at once. No one can do seven different things at once. I'm sorry. No matter how hard you try, I've tried. It doesn't happen. So it, it allows you to offer yourself some space to do one thing at a time. And moving forward, I suggest that you stick with this five minutes a day, possibly forever. Maybe this works for you and this is all that you need. After six months of doing this or a year doing this and you're really in the habit of waking up and and taking your five minutes as a spiritual practice every day or three days a week. And then after that, you can reassess and decide this isn't still working for me. I'm going to change it. I'm going to double it to 10 minutes or maybe it's going to change and you're going to want to have your coffee and do it with your cat on your lap. Or I don't, I don't know what it'll be. Maybe you'll add five minutes before you go to bed. So just start with this. Maybe this is going to work for you forever. It might change down the road, but you can be open to possibilities. I think five minutes before bed is a fabulous idea because that gives you time to space. It's, a, it's like a divider space in between your life and getting, and you get a better night's sleep because your brain is clear, right? One of my spiritual teachers shared with me a technique that builds resilience. When you go to bed, journal about three things that went well that day. Okay. A lot of times during the day, we're in problem-solving mode, and we solve a problem. And when we can, we celebrate that we found a solution. Sometimes I'm guilty of just moving on to the next problem. (laughs) And then I get to the end of the day and I think, God, I have 16 problems that I have unresolved. Right. But how many did you fix? Yes. So just three things. And it could be really small, seemingly small things, such as I went for a walk and the breeze felt good on my face. Yes, that went really well. (laughs) We want big things, but the little things count too. Yes. They're all part of our life. Absolutely. Any closing thoughts or questions? Um, I did have a question for you, but it went away. So I'll have to think about that. But um, just the closing thought is moving forward. And thank you so much. I'm very grateful for this. You're easy. I gave you a suggestion and you move forward with it. And you're, in my opinion, you are knocking it out of the park. Yeah, we'll get there. Sounds good. Thanks, Terry. I'll talk to you again soon. Yes, take care. Okay. I am so excited for Sherry. Developing a spiritual practice is going to change her life in so many ways I cannot even imagine. 
but I don't have to imagine because I am privileged to be her personal coach. I get to watch this first five minutes practice take root in her schedule and grow and bloom over the coming months. If you've been looking for something to change your life, start here. For the next five days, dedicate the first five minutes of your day to something spiritual. Maybe for you, it's strumming your guitar or reading a poem or reading the Bible. Try it out. It might calm your mind and change your whole day. Until next time, I wish you aloha and I bless you with love. If you received an insight from today's episode, yes, I love that. I love when God helps you through me. Woo, my favorite. Review this podcast and share it on social media, blessing others with wellness tools to quiet their mind chatter. To inquire about me, Lucky, becoming your personal coach, message me through my site, wellnesswithlucky.com.